listening to Encouraging Words to Give You Hope. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage you with the words of hope God gives us in His Word. I'm your host, Hope Ann, the author and founder of Meditate Hope. Join me each week as we discuss several different topics, dive into God's Word together, and encourage ourselves in the Lord. So sit back, grab your Bible, and take some notes as we meditate on the encouragement God gives us in His Word. Are you ready? Let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode. It's Hope here, your host. And if you're listening to this episode on the exact day it comes out, happy Good Friday to you. Today, we are about to discuss the most incredible love story ever told, our redemption story. This week, we are continuing our two-part series, The Journey to the Cross, as we talk about what happens after that last supper, Jesus' death and resurrection. If you haven't checked out that podcast episode or blog post yet, make sure to go check it out and read or listen to it before listening to this one. It will be linked in today's show notes. In this episode, we will also discuss why Jesus had to die on the cross and what Easter means for us today. So as we go through, may we have humble hearts open to what God has to teach us as we remember Christ's sacrifice for us. Feel free to send this devotional and podcast episode to a friend and let's meditate and reflect on the most important event and sacrifice for mankind. So we're picking up our story today with what happens after that last supper. So after the last supper, Jesus and his disciples go up to the Garden of Gethsemane in Matthew 26, verse 36 through 46, records for us what happens there. Follow along in your Bible as I read. It says, Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible... May this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you keep, couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He asked Peter. Watch and pray so that you do not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. Then picking up in verse 43, it says, When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed a third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come, and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. So we see in this passage that when Jesus brought his disciples to Gethsemane, he asked them to wait and pray. At this time, Jesus knows all that he is about to go through. The emotions, the betrayal, the hurt, and the physical pain. The Bible even tells us that his soul was overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Jesus asked his disciples to stay and keep watch as he withdrew and prayed to the Father. He asked for the cup, being all that he would go through, 
to be taken away from him, and we see that Jesus did not want to do this. Nevertheless, Jesus prayed for the Father's will to be done. When he returned to his disciples, he found them not keeping watch and praying, but instead he found them sleeping. Finally, Jesus says that the hour has come, and his betrayer, Judas Iscariot, along with chief priests and the elders of the people, had come to the garden to arrest him. Judas Iscariot, one of Jesus' own disciples, gave money to the priests and Roman leaders who wanted to know where Jesus was so that they could kill him. Jesus did nothing wrong, yet Judas gave 30 pieces of silver in exchange for the Savior of the world. Yet, Jesus humbled himself and willingly took on the assignment God had given him when he came to this earth which was to die on a cross to pay the penalty of all of mankind's sin. After Jesus was arrested in the garden, all of his disciples abandoned him and fled, fearing they too might be killed or arrested for following Jesus. Matthew 26, verse 57 through 60 tells us, Those who had arrested Jesus took him to Caiaphas the high priest, where the teachers of the law and the elders had assembled. But Peter followed him at a distance, right up to the courtyard of the high priest. He entered and sat down with the guards to see the outcome. The chief priests and the whole Sanhedrin were looking for false evidence against Jesus so that they could put him to death. But they did not find any, though many false witnesses came forward. Matthew 26, verse 69 through 75 records the fulfillment of Jesus' prediction of Peter's denial three times that night before the rooster would crow. Later, Jesus is brought to the governor, Pilate. In Matthew 27, verse 13 through 14, Pilate said, Don't you hear the testimony they are bringing against you? Then verse 14 tells us, But Jesus made no reply not even to a single charge, to the great amazement of the governor. Next, Matthew 27, verse 15 through 17 tells us, Now it was the governor's custom at the festival to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time, they had a well-known prisoner whose name was Jesus Barabbas. So when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked them, Which one do you want me to release to you, Jesus Barabbas or Jesus who is called the Messiah? All the people answered Barabbas as the one they wanted to be released, and Pilate asked the crowd in verse 22, What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? And then all the people answered, Crucify him. So in the end, Pilate released Barabbas to them and handed over Jesus to be whipped, mocked, and crucified. On that day, Jesus was beaten and mocked on his way to Golgotha, where he would be crucified which means place of the skull. From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over all the land as God the Father turned his back on his son, Jesus Christ, as Jesus had the weight of the whole world's sin upon him, and God cannot be around sin. Jesus cried out again one last time in a loud voice, and then Matthew 27 verse 50 tells us, he gave up his spirit. Later, when there was an earthquake and they all saw all that had happened, a soldier, terrified, exclaimed, Surely he was the Son of God. Jesus was then buried in Joseph of Arimathea's tomb. The day Jesus was crucified and buried is what we remember today as Good Friday. Now, there are different speculations and theories on the exact 
day of the week Jesus died, but today we remember it as Good Friday. And as we can imagine, that Friday, or the day Jesus died, was filled with much grief, sorrow, and sadness. Those who knew Jesus personally and walked with him in his everyday, from his mother Mary and his family, to his beloved disciple John, and to the women at his crucifixion, they were probably filled with much sadness, as we would be if we lost a loved one. But three days later, an event would occur that would change everything for mankind. Early at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to Jesus' tomb. In Matthew 28, verse 5-7, through 7, we find that an angel was there and appeared to the women, saying, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go to Galilee and tell his disciples, He has risen from the dead, and he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women followed what the angel said in Matthew 28, verse 8 through 9 tells us. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy, and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. Then he came to him, clasped his feet, and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. On that day when Jesus was resurrected from the dead, he defeated the power of death in the grave, something no man under any circumstance could do. Jesus was pierced, crushed, mocked, and crucified. He humbled himself and paid the price for our sins, death, so that we did not have to. And that gave us the gift of eternal life with God and the unconditional love we never deserved. That day, Jesus defeated the power of death and the grave. And that is something we can all rejoice in today, that he has risen. With all that said, why did Jesus have to die on the cross? Well, Jesus needed to die on the cross because of sin. In other words, sin is our wrongdoing our falling short of God's standard that separates us from God. Not only does sin separate us from God, but it also blinds us from the truth. The enemy's primary goal is to keep you away from the truth of God's word. He wants you to stay entangled in your sin, and the punishment for all sin is death. It says in Romans 6 verse 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Because God loved us so much, he gave up his one and only son, Jesus, to pay the price for our sins. God didn't have to send his son. He really could have just created us and said, well, bye, you're on your own now. But God did not say that. He redeemed us, healed us, and saved us through his son. It says in Ephesians 1 verse 7, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace. We never deserve this unconditional love and grace Jesus gives us each and every day, yet his mercy is still upon us. So what does Easter mean for you and me today? Jesus dying on the cross gave us the true example for love, lives being healed and set free, and the opportunity to have a relationship with him and eternal life with him in heaven. I don't know what you may be going through today or what your past has looked like. Maybe as you were listening to this podcast episode, you thought of all of your past sins and how you've been currently living your life. Maybe you've been bound by the same sin for years and it seems like there's no way out of it. 
Today, I come before you to encourage you that Jesus has given us the victory over sin, over death, over your fears, anxieties, physical pain, and past sorrows. You fill in the blank. Our victory is found in Jesus. You don't have to go through this life on your own. You can go through this life living it with Jesus on your side, living for him, and having an abundant life through him. All you have to do on your part is to accept the free gift of salvation he has given you. If you want to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior of your life, see the blog post that is linked in today's show notes that has the salvation prayer attached. And you can pray that prayer to accept Jesus into your heart as your personal Lord and Savior. Remember that through Jesus, there's victory over the battles we face and victory over sin and death. It says in 1 John 5 verse 4, For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. And this is just the beginning. If you have accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, the old life is gone and the new life in Christ has come as it says in 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. So arise, leave your old life behind, leave it all at the cross and walk in freedom through Jesus and be a living testimony of what God has done in your life. And that's the end of this week's podcast episode. I pray that I encouraged you and showed you the true meaning behind Good Friday and Easter. Don't forget to share this podcast episode or the blog post version of this podcast episode that is linked in today's show notes with a friend and help spread the good news this Easter. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes and also help more people find this podcast. And with that, have a blessed week.